brace yourself. You know, it's a very violating process. So the big question is what a top agent is doing to absolutely crush it in real estate. To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I'm still willing to work harder than anybody else. I'm still willing to be more determined than anybody else, which is you know the next topic that we're going to be covering today is be determined and work harder than anybody else no matter what we face no matter what adversity is in front of us no matter how many losses we get right have to be more determined and work harder why you is do it so you do and and you know you i think i learned a long time ago that um I take rejection, you know, when they just say no, I just say no means maybe later, (laughs) you know, so you never give up on that person um, or I don't give up on that person. And even if they can't buy a house or um, at the moment, perhaps their credit needs some credit repair or it's just not the right time for them. We still keep up with those people and we still put them in our pipeline because no means maybe later. Maybe later they'll be able to to buy a house. I also exactly. think that so far as working harder than than anybody else, I think we've come up. Our society has has you know sort of insinuated that success should be easy, or most of the time it, it's easy for the people you know that seem highly successful. Um, I want to be the you know one of the ones to say it was not easy. It, it was not easy for me. I think I, you know, we had a, um, I'm in the millionaire real estate agent. Like I made over a million dollars last year. It did not come easy. It did not come without many hours of work, many nights and weekends and holidays. Um, do I work on Sunday now? Mm, only, you know, on a rare exception. Did I get to that point by never working on a Sunday? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. It was it was many, many hours of my life that I spent and I and I said I'm gonna front load it. I'm gonna I'm gonna work like nobody else in this industry is working as hard as I can possibly work for as long as I can possibly work, and then I'm gonna sit back. And I'm not sitting back and enjoying the benefits now, but I'm admitting I don't work as hard as I did to begin with because I am at a place now where I've gotten some passive income and I've made wise decisions with my money. Um, but I don't think we need to fool ourselves into thinking that it's going to be easy and you're just going to work whenever you want to work. And I'm never going to work on the weekends and I'm not going to answer my phone after seven o'clock. You know, that's just not realistic in this industry, in this industry. Yeah, and I, I think you're, I think you're right on. Um, I mean, I've had plenty of conversations with my, with my wife, who's an absolute godsend. Um, but we still talk about this. I mean, I'm, I'm so early on in my career that we have some sticking points where I'm like, honey, you may not want me to answer that phone call during dinner, but sometimes that phone call needs to be answered. So the faster we can get on the same page about this shit, the faster mm-hmm. I can get yep. to where I need to get, so then we can have a life that nobody ever dreamt of. We Absolutely. never even dreamt of it. Um, and the one thing that I that I 
that I've realized and I've been consistently working on is just that over communication. Mm-hmm. Right. It is, it is one of those things where no matter how many times I say, sometimes I'm going to have to work a little bit late. Sometimes I'm going to have to answer. Sometimes I may not even know I need to answer that, that phone call. Right. But there's a golden rule where one of the things that we've been doing by implementing and, and, and trying to over communicate is that every two or three nights I work late and, right. and, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we sit down and say, okay, cool. What do we got going on for the week? Yep. These are the nights that I'm committed to you and the kids and the fan. Here's the nights that from what I can anticipate right now, but that I need to put an extra time here, here, and here. Um, I'm so blessed. I'm married to a, a gentleman who's self-employed as well. He's a contractor. And so he understands answering your phone, you know, late at night. And we recently got married. I got married in March. And, Congratulations. Um, thank you. And I answered my phone on my honeymoon. You know, like we went to Ecuador and we went to the Galapagos Islands, but I had a $3 million deal under contract. And I answered my phone. And, right. and again, that is part of, you know, you work harder than anybody else. You're, I want that satisfied customer i want to be able to ask for a review when it's over i want them to be my biggest fan and tell anybody that will listen that i'm the agent they should use i want those people to be so satisfied when they hear somebody in the grocery store talking about selling their house that they say you need to use Lori stancil because she's great that's what i'm trying to produce when i i want all of my clients to be happy satisfied people and they're not going to be if there's not that level of communication. Now, do you have to answer your phone at midnight? You know, no. I mean, you you can set limits and you can say, look, I've got small kids or whatever the case may be. Um, like you said, set the level of expectation, set that level of communication and just say up front, I'm not going to answer my phone after eight o'clock at night. I'm with my family. Um, but if you have an emergency, please text me and I'll I'll call you back just as soon as I can or whatever the case may be. But again, I just think that our industry, you know, as a whole has created this, you know, imaginary vision of what real estate agents are supposed to look like. And we're not going to work after seven o'clock. And, you know, I don't show a house on Sunday. I have not found it to be that way. (laughs) I just haven't. And I do carve out a lot of time for my family. I have six grandchildren. And um, yeah, I carve out time for my family, but also carve out time to make sure my clients are completely satisfied. You know, it really comes down to setting expectations. And I was terrible at doing so in the beginning because not only did I think I needed to be a secret agent and real estate agent, but I also thought I needed to be a 24 7, 365 agent in order not to miss out any deals. But just like you said, you're in a grocery store, you're in a grocery line and you say, hey, I'm going to buzz you back in an hour. Just make sure you call them in an hour because we always run real estate time. So an hour really means two. You just call them one instead of <laughs> no, two. It means 30 minutes. <laughs> you know? so, mm-hmm. um, so I just started communicating with, with, with my clients just very transparently, and very openly. Like, hey, guys, I'm pretty much 24, 7, 365, other than like 7 to 8, 8.30 when I'm trying to put my kids to bed. It's really important right. to me that I have that time with them. Mm-hmm. Now, unless it's an absolute, utter, dire emergency, 
first of all, it's after seven anyway. So there's nothing is going to be open. We're not going to be able to do anything that late at night. So it can probably wait until the next morning, right? That's right. Between you and I. But also it's like, oh yeah, family's family first. Because if I'm dealing with a client and their values are in line in alignment with mine, we're going to have a very hard time working together because they're going to expect from me stuff that I'm just not willing to do. That's very now, true. Now, 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 Lord, don't get me wrong. I'm willing to hustle, grind, be determined, and work harder than anybody else that mm-hmm. they will probably come in contact with. And I don't think they'll find anybody else that was willing to do what I'm willing to do and mm-hmm. figure out different ways. But at some point, we also just have to draw the line. There's nothing we wrong do. with that. Yep. And setting that expectation up front gives you the permission to go back to it when things aren't so vanilla, right? Like, right. Right. here's the one thing that I started doing is because I started noticing that in this current environment, a lot of people are just bitching more and complaining about financing and working with lenders and yep. why are they asking me for this? Why are they asking me for that? Why are they asking Because they're loaning you money. Because like, if you were loaning somebody $500,000, you would ask for that paperwork too. <laughs> exactly. That's well, why. That's why they want your paperwork. <laughs> but you but you and I know that, right? So then right. I started getting feedback that one of my best lenders was like, yeah, this process wasn't that great. I'm like, okay, great feedback. Keep it coming. I value it. So I got on the phone with my lender. I'm like, bro, this is the feedback that I'm getting. What's going on? He's like, well, dude. The guidelines got stricter. We need more people. We, I'm like, okay, cool. Now that I know this, now I'm having the conversation. Hey, listen, we're going to get pre-approved. Just know that the pre-approval can be a little bit of a bumpy ride. I'm going to get you over to one of my best preferred lenders. I have other options that they're not a right fit for you for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. However, just know they're going to ask you X, Y, Z, A, B, C. You're going to absolutely hate them just like me. I love them and hate them all equally. But they're going to get us the money that we need in order to buy what you want. I say it's a very violating process. They ask for everything but a drop of blood and a strand of hair in your firstborn child. So brace yourself. You know, it's a very violating process. Don't feel like you're special. They're not asking for more information from you than they ask for everybody else. I like that. Most people understand that when you say it's violating. (laughs) Yeah. But that goes back again to working harder than anybody else, to set their better expectations for next time. You know, same thing with like, you know, let's flip it to a seller script. Hey, mm-hmm. yeah, Mr. Mrs. Seller, you want to list this shit over 50K where it should be? Okay. Yep. But in a matter of a week, if we're not hitting XYZ, ABC, Absolutely. we are doing a 50K price reduction. And now That's we're going right. to play the game by my rules. And That's just right. know you're going to be at a disadvantage because now we're chasing the market down. Yep. Because we just lost the new listing momentum. Yep. True. And then, and then when we had that conversation, hey, remember last week when I sat down at your kitchen table and we had this conversation and this was going to be happening? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm getting the oh, yes, so much more than any time, not only because I've gotten better at communicating and setting expectations, right. but most importantly, I started right. building it into my process. Right. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 